This is Plant-Based Briefing, one week of real-life plant-based dinners, part two, by Brigitte Jam at veganfamilykitchen.com. And I'm Marian Erickson, host of this plant-based podcast where I curate, get permission, and narrate a variety of articles on plant-based and vegan living in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. And today's is a bit longer than that, so it's a two-parter. I read part one yesterday, and now today we're going to jump into part two. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. One Week of Real-Life Plant-Based Dinners, Part 2, by Brigitte Jam at veganfamilykitchen.com. Tuesday, Chana Masala Mini Pizzas. Advanced Prep. Toss the dough ingredients in a bowl and refrigerate. The Chana Masala is a leftover from Week 41 that was a slow cooker dish, easy and delicious. At dinner time, knead the dough a bit and let it rise in a warm, not hot, spot if there's time. Otherwise, just roll it round or whatever shape you want and cover it with Chana Masala. Bake that pie for about 10 to 15 minutes. When we have pizza, the kids want to have their own, and they want pepperoni and daya shreds on it. I don't mind indulging them. Wednesday, lazy bean risotto. Advance prep, cook the onion and garlic, add arborio rice, and refrigerate. Dinner time, add four cups of warm vegetable broth to the onion and rice mixture, plus one can lima beans. Cover tightly and bake for 45 minutes. Meanwhile, grill portobello mushroom slices. The key to a creamy baked risotto is to stir continuously for three to four minutes when it's done baking. Beat standing at the stove to make risotto the traditional way and taste just as good. Serve sprinkled with vegan parm nuts and a few drops of truffle oil if available. Yum! Risotto is a favorite for my husband and me, but the kids aren't fans. I made plain rice for them to go with some beans I had set aside. You can read the full details and general recipe on how to make a risotto along with lovelier pictures linked here. Thursday, cauliflower walnut tacos. Advanced prep, chop cauliflower and walnuts in the food processor and roast a bit. In this photo, I think I processed it just a bit too much. I prefer a chunkier taco filling. I also used red rice I had cooked and frozen the prior week. At dinner time, reheat the rice and taco filling, warm the tortillas, lay out all the works on the dining table, and let everyone make their own tacos. So empowering for the little people. My husband was doubtful about the cauliflower meat, but loved it. My daughter enjoyed it as well. My son sticks to plain cheesy quesadillas with rice. Friday, oops, forgot to save some risotto. Improvised doll instead of the risotto cakes. The vegan family meal plan said I was supposed to keep some leftover risotto to make risotto cakes along with steamed greens, but we love risotto too much and gobbled it all up for lunches. Oops. When Friday night rolled around and I discovered our gluttonous mistake, I had to improvise a plan B. As one should do when improvising a vegan meal, I started by opening the produce drawer. I found cauliflower, onions, and carrots. Good. The cauliflower would get roasted, and I'd cook a quick red lentil doll, my daughter's favorite dinner. Since the oven was on for the cauliflower, I decided to throw in leftover vegan pakoras from the freezer. There was also leftover rice, which my son ate, along with some cut veggies and maybe some beans. He tried the pakoras but was not a fan. My daughter, however, was pleased as punch with her dinner. Can't win them all. Off-plan weekend cooking. The vegan family meal plans do not make suggestions for weekend meals. For ourselves, we normally visit family or friends on Saturday or Sunday, and my husband cooks the other night. We aren't sharing meals with people outside of our bubbles these days, and my husband hates going to the grocery store in the COVID era, so we often eat a remastered version of the weeknight meals. Since cauliflower is in season, we had some more on Saturday. My husband whipped up a delicious cauliflower curry and added lots of spinach. The spinach was really the highlight. It was a rather dry curry, whereas I tend to cook things a bit saucier, so it made for a lovely change. Thanks, babe. Sunday night was a bit of a scramble and the fridge looked quite bare. 
but look what I found. In the freezer, I found two remaining burger patties from The Very Good Butchers, a Canadian vegan meat company with lists of ingredients I can recognize, and some sweet potato fries. There were leftover carrots and a chunk of red cabbage, which I tossed with leftover maple tahini sauce from the prior week's prep, diced apple, and sunflower seeds for a great slaw. At the last minute, I added some sautéed mushrooms left over from the risotto, and even rescued a bit of guacamole before it turned brown. I was really proud of how empty the fridge was when I was done, ready to receive the coming week's groceries. The kids are against burgers, go figure, so instead they enjoyed some Gardein chicken nuggets and fries and were very happy. What about I plan your meals for next week? Help yourself to a free sample of the vegan family meal plans. It's not the one with the dinners featured above, but you'll get a taste of how pleasant weeknights can be when you know what's for dinner and when the building blocks have been prepped by you on the weekend. There's a two-week sample plan linked here that you can download for free, or beginners might be more comfortable with the one-week planned and plant-based challenge linked here. Do not hesitate to reach out to me at any time if you'd like some help with your vegan meal planning and batch cooking. If you'd like to learn more about the meal plans and perhaps subscribe, it's less than $2 per week, visit this page linked here. You'll be glad you did. You just listened to One Week of Real-Life Plant-Based Dinners, Part 2, by Brigitte Jam at veganfamilykitchen.com. And I'm Marian Erickson, your host. And I appreciate this blog post. It's nice to see her photos of her food because in her meal plans, there are no photos provided. And I've learned from her book and her blog posts and something she did touch on here is to not compare our own food to the food porn we see on Instagram and on recipe blogs, because those are professional photos and ours often won't measure up. But batch cooking and meal planning can really make your life so much easier. And I do find in speaking with people that what to cook really is a roadblock for so many. It certainly was for me when we first went whole food plant-based, when we learned how unhealthy meat, dairy, and eggs are. I had no idea what or how to cook. And that's when I started binging whole food plant-based podcasts and researching. And I've subscribed to many meal planning services. There are so many great ones out there to choose from. You can just Google vegan meal planning and countless options will come up. I love her suggestion though, if you're a beginner new to this lifestyle, start out with the one week planned and plant-based meal plan. It's free. And she also has an amazing one hour batch cooking demo where she does all the prep for this meal plan. In 60 minutes, while chatting to everybody, she cooked the main building blocks of the planned and plant-based meal plan, which was oven-baked risotto, roasted cauliflower and carrots, rustic bean soup, curried dressing, and cocoa peanut noodle sauce. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well, and you can find it on her website. And please share this episode with anyone who might benefit. And thanks for listening.